morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. family. Today is December 31st. We are almost there. We we are at the final day of 2021. Thank you for joining us today. You know, you guys, I'm sure, have plenty of other things to do, but you guys have chosen to listen to the 7:31 a.m. podcast, and we appreciate you greatly. We are so excited to take this podcast to bigger and better places in 2022. But we can't do that yet without getting started, or excuse me, getting finished on 2021. Jael, do you have any New Year's Eve plans? You know what, Bo? I think probably the safest course of action at this point is to just stay in. So I think I'm just going to have a, a nice little movie, maybe order some food, and, and just kind of chill at the crib this year. That That's all, that's all I got planned. <laughs> you know, that doesn't sound too bad. I mean, if on most years, I would say, sign me up. I, I'm not really much of a late night person anyway. So honestly, you ask me, that sounds pretty freaking great. We're going to start today's episode off in the entertainment sphere. And this is kind of some, there's some tea going on over in the Fast and Furious franchise. Entertainment. So a few weeks ago, we saw Vin Diesel make a post on Instagram where he was pleading to The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson about, yo, we need you to come back for the 10th installment of the Fast and Furious franchise. You know, he lists, you know, you're epic, we need you. They've had a notorious and kind of famous feud going back and forth. Vin Diesel and Tyrese Gibson have not particularly enjoyed working with The Rock as The Rock's schedule can be very difficult to work around. But now The Rock has responded and he didn't really mince words. He he came out and said like, yo, I'm not really going to do it. Hobbs and Shaw, which is The Rock's own spinoff in the Fast and Furious franchise, did incredibly well by himself. He doesn't really need anyone else. So as of now, it does not look like The Rock will be joining the Fast and Furious family for the 10th installment of the franchise. JL, do you watch these movies at all? I've been a Fast and Furious fan for um, a while, but I would have to admit, Bo, that I actually checked out of the series after a certain amount of time, after the last one with Paul Walker, um, because I just felt like the way that it ended was so like perfect and, and, and beautiful. And it's not to say that the, the following like movies haven't been good, but it's just after that, I'm like, okay, how many? But this is actually an interesting development because like you said it's been rumored for a long time that Dwayne and uh, Vin Diesel just haven't really been getting along and so this is definitely definitely interesting I think this is probably that confirmation would would you say listen they are two huge Hollywood stars when they did the fifth movie together this was The Rock's first appearance in the contract for these movies the actors only let the movies show them get punched so many times. Like, The Rock has a deal in his contract. Vin Diesel has a deal in his contract that says, I'm only allowed to get hit so many times in the movie because they don't want to look like they're losing. So as much as we love them, they are a little bit, you know, egotistical narcissists. And I have no doubt that those big personalities are going back and forth. Jael, anything going on in the sports world? Sports. Oh, that's that's kind of an interesting question because it's actually a very, very big day in the sports world. So let's hop into the world of college football playoff. 
Like we just said, New Year's Eve is a big day for the CFB universe with two games of the college football playoffs taking place. The two bowl game winners will square off in the national championship on January 10th. For those of us like myself who are going to be staying home all day and who have the day off, this is going to be like a dream come true. First up at 3.30 is the Cotton Bowl at at and Stadium in Arlington, Texas. That is the heavily favored Alabama Crimson Tide, and they are squaring off against the Cincinnati Bearcats, which is pretty cool because right now I'm here in Ohio. I'm going to be here for about another week. Obviously, Ohio um, hasn't had a team in the college football playoffs since Ohio State. I think if you'd asked anybody at the beginning of the year who they thought would or which Ohio team would be in the college football playoff, they would have definitely said Ohio State. But here we are. It's Cincinnati, and it's been an interesting turn of events because especially like where I'm at in the Dayton area, Bo, if you go to any store, any outlet, any athletic place, it's like it's all Ohio State. But now you're starting to see a lot of Cincinnati Bearcats merchandise pop up. And it's it's pretty cool because like there wasn't a whole lot like the Cincinnati Bearcats don't even have like an official team jersey that you can really buy. So that's been an interesting turn of events over the last couple of weeks to kind of see that switch. But following that, it will be the Orange Bowl at 7.30 p.m. in Miami. And this has the potential to be an absolute classic as the Michigan Wolverines are going to see if they can take down the Georgia Bulldogs. Again, both of these games are set to air on ESPN tomorrow, so be sure to check them out. I will be live tweeting and posting to Instagram for DraftKings during the Michigan game against Georgia. So if anyone's on Twitter watching the game and you see some tweets from DraftKings Sportsbook, that will be me. I'm very excited to be tuning into that one. That's going to be probably, I don't know, game of the year maybe. Heading over into the world of soccer, Thursday was a pretty nice little day for soccer. Manchester United extended its unbeaten streak to eight matches in all the competitions after they beat Burnley on Thursday 3-1. Scott McTominay, Cristiano Ronaldo, of course, both scored for the Red Devils, while Ben Mee's own goal made it 3-0 before the half. The Premier League will resume on Saturday with an absolutely massive match between Manchester City and Arsenal. This is a really good time for soccer. It seems like they're powering through the COVID protocols and soccer is heating up quick right now, Jael. I am loving it. With that, we will jump over into the NFT universe. NFTs. Twitch's co-founder NFT gaming platform goes live. So Twitch co-founder Justin Khan announced his plan for an NFT gaming platform at the beginning of December and the marketplace Fractal officially launched yesterday. The run-up wasn't exactly seamless as a scammer hacked the Fractal Discord around Christmas Eve, making about 150000 in Solana, which is the cryptocurrency that the platform is built on. Khan personally reimbursed all of those affected by the scam, and then Fractal launched yesterday, which is already boasting partnerships with Metaverse Sandbox and play-to-earn games Genopets and SinCity. You can explore the blockchain games on the platform now at fractal.is. All right, all right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We hope that you have a great start to 2022. We hope that you enjoy your New Year's Eve and these next few days off that you have with your family. You know, it's going to be it for today's episode. So for more detail on these stories and more, you can head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. We'll be back tomorrow. And as always, remember to stay curious. Happy New Year's, guys. 